Alright everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the... <laughs> I almost forgot the name of the podcast. Back on the Tangent Podcast. Um, it's me. You almost lost it. <laughs> uh, t- I almost did. I'm, I'm, every episode, I'm at my break. Uh, today, it's me, Blake, and also with me today is... It, it's me. The Kyle, man. It's Kyle. It's me. Him. Jesus I'm Christ, always bro. here, except for that I, one time. You know what's... Except for that one time, yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know what's throwing me off? It's not Sunday. Yeah. Like we're not we're not doing our usual that this recording is a weekday, time. isn't it? I can't believe I've had to get up and go yeah, to work I'm just like... and then do this. <laughs> yeah. Normally, like I wake up and then it's like eleven and then I remember I have to do this. But like, I've I've been to work. I went to the grocery store. I had a whole day. Like, I went to Costco oh before this. I've had an entire. <laughs> oh yeah, Costco's amazing. Do yeah, we, we do actually. The uh, the not that common, and of course you need you need that fucking card to get in. But uh, but occasionally you know membership. someone with more money than sense, and you go with them, and it's like oh, a magical world, of free samples and, and bulk buying, and weird furniture, like just and like what? furniture, a lot of furniture. I went went to Costco. Like this is not today, but the other day I was there, and. Some guy had an entire moving van, like one of those giant ones for like mansions outside the Costco, and they were loading like just so many couches, like just couches too, not other pieces of furniture, just couches. And I actually went to one of the employees. I'm like, "How long have you guys been doing this?" They're like, "We've been here for three and a half hours." What? What? They're like, yeah, this is like his Ford truck. Yeah, yeah. This guy bought like every couch in Costco. Is he a landlord or something? I swear to God. Mate, that was my assumption. Like he, he must own like a bunch of uh, houses or yeah. something. But they were, all, it was, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Today, oh, and uh, did, did I say what we we're talking about today? Talking Probably about the, in the episode. Suicide Squad, but yeah, Suicide I, Squad, the Suicide Squad from from uh, this year. Um. So, Suicide Squad, Kyle. This is a sort of sequel, a sort of reboot, sort it's a of loose remake. Sequel. It's, it's kind of a weird. It's one of those sequels yeah, where it doesn't it... necessarily matter that you've seen the first one, which is fantastic by my standards because I have not seen the first one. So I, f- I feel very which seen. Which is interesting to me. I think that's a benefit, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> to have not had to sit through that. Yeah, I, I've, it's not I've, never, great... I've only ever heard bad or middling things about that movie and that's also the the expectation i had from the marketing of it as well so i just skipped it like you can do that <laughs> yeah like I, I know the movie industry is dying or whatever and and you know maybe that that movie specifically is not was not the director's vision or whatever but like regardless the thing that came out in cinemas didn't look good so uh, I, I just didn't see it it was not I have not seen the original since 2016, since I first saw it in theaters. So that's like five years ago at this point, I think. I think it was like. And yet, still too soon. Yeah, it's still like I still, still feel a like. Soul memory. Ah, it's also an Oscar-winning film as well. Is it? I'll never forget that. Yeah, it won um, best hair and makeup. <laughs> I swear to, there was three. I remember that year. It was a Star Trek. Uh, the third, the third Star Trek in the mm-hmm. new series of films, Beyond, I think yeah. it was Star Trek Beyond, which I really enjoyed. I really liked that movie. Um, 
there were, and then it was like the man from O, which was like some Oscar. The man from O about like an old guy. O, O V E. Not the man from Uncle. I, I think that's how you. Not the man from Uncle, unfortunately. And I was, I thought Star Trek Beyond had an amazing, like they got some cool ass aliens, cool stuff. There's no way it doesn't. And then Suicide Squad. Oh my God. And it's got like the worst hair and makeup in that movie. Like it's not a visually good. I guess character. I guess Foxy is just couldn't cut it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a that's a fun little tidbit. Yeah. It's the only DC EU film to win an Oscar. Isn't that strange for hair and makeup? Oh, yeah. Isn't that strange? Because like I'm the MCU's like, got one of them as well. Like where like. One of its movies yeah, won an Oscar, but like, not for anything. Not 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 for anything, but just like, this is the one you're giving the Oscar just to. Discrediting all the hard work. Black Panther is nominated for Best Picture. Now. Yeah, and it's like, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of them have. It's firmly <laughs> in the middle. I know a bunch of them have been nominated for like special effects, and like, you know, sound design stuff like that. Which, yeah, you know, fair, fair enough. enough, they have some A lot of them have got great special effects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So does Transformers get nominated every time? You would think like? so. I mean, that's that's all the Transformers movies have got going for them. I mean, some of them have good special effects, and some of them are 4 and 5, which somehow look worse than 1, 2, and 3. Hmm. Which doesn't make Who any knows? sense, despite them being new. I stopped after 2. Good. Suicide Squad. Yeah, the right? Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. The campfire squad, song yes. song. So, <laughs> let's gather around the Suicide Squad and sing Suicide Squad song. Oh, S-U-I-C. <laughs> Imagine spelling all that shit out. <laughs> and every time you get to the end of it, another person's face gets blown <laughs> off or something. That's how you'd sing There goes Javelin. There goes Javelin. He's dead now. But yeah, so, um, I was really excited for this movie going into it. James Gunn directed and wrote this. It's just always a mark of quality. He's kicked off. Yeah, he was kicked off Guardians 3. And DC fucking nabbed him in an instant. Remember that? Remember that absolute fast? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? But just remember how fast it was, too, that they nabbed him up? It was, like, within the month. It was within the they week. They announced this, I think. It genuinely was in the, within yeah, the week. Yeah, like... They were like, you're hired. Literally pick anything. We don't care. I think they said they would have given him Superman or Batman. Yeah. Like, they were like... We Any, anything was that. on the table, and rightly so. I think he's earned it, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um... Like both the Guardians movies are really yeah. good. Um, which one do you prefer? Just uh, out of curiosity, one or two? Um, I think I prefer one, but I think one has that it came first sort of sense, the way Avengers yeah. one does. And Age of Ultron's great, but but it, mm-hmm. it came after, so they're about as good as each other. Yeah. I like. I think I also like one more, but I think two's a better. Movie. Yeah, two, two absolutely might be a better movie, and, and I, I enjoyed a lot of the the uh, the changes they made, which is you know, it's not something 
I think a lot of people say about comic book movies that they enjoyed the changes. Yeah. I think it's got a lot of emotion in yeah. it. It's way more impactful to me watching it than um, I think one is. Yeah, no, I, I really I really like two though. I think it's a really good like it's far more emotional. It's, I think it's I think it's because it's less Marvel, I think. It's just more James Gunn just being like, let's just take these characters and study them yeah. a little more. Whereas the first one's a bit more of a fun little space rock. I mean they're both yeah. fun, but it's like let's Star Wars this bitch and um have a dramatic father based <laughs> yeah. reveal somewhere in there yeah a bit of that in there so um my expectations for this film were pretty yeah. high and i think they were all met so do I. I was very pleased by this movie i think this might be my favorite dceu film yeah and it, it's not that it's strong competition but <laughs> no, I, I don't know it i mean look i haven't i haven't seen aftermath or shazam or Birds of Prey with the Harley... What the fuck that movie is called? I have no idea. It's called Birds um, of Prey. But... The Fantambulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. I, on title alone, I refuse to watch it. I liked it. How dare you? And I enjoy a big, long, whimsical title. There's something about the absolute disregard for the success of your movie that I just... I enjoy and is bold. <laughs> It's like a Fallout Boy song. Yeah. It's just, it's too long. It's like a whole paragraph. And I love it. So it's like a character arc. <laughs> There's a character arc within the title. Because they just called it, they, they renamed it like partway through its theatrical release to just Birds of Prey or something like that. For, for ease of use. Yeah, I think it was Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I'm a... Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey or whatever. But, which... I think is a cop out. I think you should have stuck with it. Should have just been bird. It should have, cause, cause you can you can shorten it to Birds of Prey in conversation anyway. Like it was Birds of Prey colon yeah. the fa- the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. You can. <laughs> You're struggling to say it, man. That's well, I wasn't something sure whether like, I would you gotta... just you know half ass it or not say it or say the full thing. So I kind of was making that decision on the go there. But I like the title. This is interesting, because I have not seen... I know Birds of Prey isn't really a Suicide Squad sequel, but it's like the follow-up to Holly Harley Quinn's character. Like, it, it's kind of it's kind of funny how it works, And I, but you haven't seen Suicide no, Squad. No, but I have seen and, Birds of Prey. Right, so we're kind of uh, yeah. opposites there. So do you think this, just regarding Harley's character, I just want to ask quickly, does this movie pick up, you think, like after that like do you think this makes sense characterized where this picks up after yeah character arc wise and i think there's a very specific bit that we'll get to oh wait are we spoiling this from the start or from i mean we've Um, never normally shown any regard for spoilers yeah no we're a spoil i mean look i mean it's not like we're going to time code this when is spoilers and when is not spoilers so i guess i'll just go for it yeah no it's so there's a line in this movie um where harley shoots the um she kind of you know falls in love with has a love affair with and then almost marries and then kills the 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 kind of newly elected or you know the new president of this country that they they've been sent to to do the operation in um he'd like taken power through a coup or whatever and she kills him and has this monologue 
about um, she's dated you know shit people before and went and she said to herself whenever she saw a red flag she would do the responsible thing and kill him <laughs> and <laughs> I think that's a very post birds of prey characterization of Harley but I, but I also think okay, that if you cool. if you hadn't seen birds of prey and maybe you've just seen like some of the Harley Quinn TV show that would serve perfectly fine also yeah because like I think this works with without birds of prey but it and if you've just seen the first suicide squad because i was like okay yeah they hardly broke up because they're yeah yeah you could yeah as, as long as you are aware of the fact that harley and joker are you know very famously together in uh you know in a lot of cases and a lot of continuities and stuff like that at some point then it you know it doesn't matter what else you've seen yeah. Like and she shows that she is that she knows some of the other characters, the what specifically the ones who were in the previous movie, like Rick Flagg and Captain Boomerang. She clearly knows them and has some amount of history with them, but it does not matter in the slightest that you know anything about that history because it does nothing depends on that. Yeah. <laughs> For reasons it doesn't depend. Her relationship to Captain Boomerang doesn't matter much. Yeah. Um let's just go with let's Let's go off your notes. Mm-hmm. So, your first note it just says the Suicide Squad, which is correct. It's a great note. If, if anything, it's one of my strongest notes. <laughs> I really pinned it down with that. You really have summed yep. up everything in there. Bright, colorful, and fun. I agree. I think this movie was a yeah. ton of fun. It's so stylized and bombastic, and like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it. It's a great example of, of creative free reign, and, and not to use film snobbery language auteur ship because I feel like people Ooh. throw the word auteur around whenever Christopher Nolan is mentioned and you know fair enough Yeah, but, like he's not the only one and I, I would go so far <laughs> as to say James Gunn is probably an auteur if you're going to apply the same standards that people apply to Christopher Nolan it's maybe like a, a kind of an inherently yeah, dickish term because it's like devalues the input of everyone else who involved in the film but generally it's just if you directed the film and you also had some hand in writing it you're probably an auteur if i can tell it's your movie without seeing your name on it like i could if you didn't tell me this is james gunn i'd be like either someone impersonated james gunn or this is a james gunn film yeah and yeah they need to have a clear style and probably a writing credit on the movie that yeah. Helps. The next note I see is chaos because this movie was in fact loaded with just pure chaos mm-hmm. from the start, and it, it's yeah. amazing. Like it, and it, it doesn't like like there's a difference between like discombobulation and chaos. Yeah. The first Suicide Squad has a lot of discombobulation, where it's just stuff happening. <laughs> You're just like just just give me four minutes to sit down, and let's just. Let's just figure out what's yeah. going on here. Stuff isn't just I feel like at no point was I beaten over the head with it. Well, all right, not beaten over the head with it. At no point was I confused with what was going on or, like, lost by anything. Uh, I don't know how much of that is because I understand what the concept of the Suicide Squad is from, like, the comics and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I feel like this was, you know, well well-paced and well kind of well delivered and well explained because it does tell you what the suicide squad is like in dialogue as well 
not just not not yeah. just you know through actions and I, so I, I feel like generally everyone could get on board with this and and not be completely out of their depth by watching this i i felt like this was a very digestible kind of accessible thing yeah i i agree and um i feel like it doesn't like like the the first, like how do i explain it? a lot I, and i know that i'm comparing this a lot to the first film but like you, you kind of need to because like they're inherently connected either. well yeah they've got the same name <laughs> they got the same name for what no but like the the first one had a really big problem where it, it kind of felt like it had to simultaneously tell you everything but like n- never really explain it well mm. and i think the perfect line of dialogue to point to is the this is katana she's got my back don't mess with her her soul sword steals the souls of her enemies <laughs> and that's literally the line. That's the. I know that's a meme, and people meme about it. And I think that's probably some of the worst dialogue I've ever seen. That is word for word how Rick Flag introduces Katana in the film. You get nothing else from her for the entire. There's movie. No input. Actually, no. She does talk to her sword at one point because I guess it's her husband. But <laughs> well, you never, know, it doesn't ever. Yeah, you know, it happens. But like. Communication is important in a marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, we're going to have to kill some people. You're going to have to be okay with this. You're a source (laughs) now. But, like, that move and that line, it's telling me everything about Katana. But it's like, wait, no, no, there's. You haven't really explained anything, though. Like, who is she? Why is she here right now? What is her. What are they like at dinner parties? What is going on with her? What is she like at dinner parties? I mean, both of them, like, as a couple. What, What are they like at dinner parties? I mean, we know he's pretty sharp, but what's she like? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty quiet at dinner, really. He doesn't talk much. She uses him to cut her food. It's a little rude, to be honest. And the tension. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think this film... And this movie has double the amount of characters, because it has two Suicide Squad scenes, which I think is an amazing opening yeah. act. Like, even act, just, like, like sequence, where they have... Where they kind of trick you into thinking Savant's going to be the main character. Yeah, you, you definitely get a sense that he's probably going to be the POV or, like, something like that. But, uh... Mm-hmm. No, he <laughs> doesn't make it that far, <laughs> does he? Not. We don't even see him use his power. Oh, we see him kill that bird. Yeah, he My God, bird, does that bird I- get it. That ball was probably just like a foam ball or whatever, but he just fucking kills it. Nailed it. I I absolutely love the opening sequence where they basically just introduce an entire team of ragtags. Yeah, we had Arm Fall Off Boy, who is for some reason named the Detachable Kid. It should have been Arm. Should have been Arm Fall Off Boy, yeah. Um, I suppose they didn't want us um, to guess that it was Arm Fall Off Boy straight away. Yeah. But, yeah. like, he is arm fall off, boy. Um, he's arm fall off, boy, yeah. You have the weasel, you have Javelin, who is my, might be my favorite <laughs> of that group, just on the basis that he is probably a man with no powers. He just has a Javelin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about Javelin. I don't know anything about Javelin. The other group, I know a little bit about each of them. That's going to be um, a, re- a recurring theme of like this. It's a... We... 
we don't know anything really about any of the characters that aren't Harley Quinn. <laughs> I know a little bit about Bloodsport, uh, just yeah. this character. And I mean, King Sharks and obviously Harley. Everything course. I know about Bloodsport, Peacemaker, they explain. Like, everything I knew about Bloodsport before going into this movie is something they then explain in a line of dialogue. He's in prison for putting Superman yeah. in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. I'm like, well, that's it. That's all I know. <laughs> that's my depth of knowledge. There reached. we go. He's got guns. Yeah, I didn't know anything about the fucking but... Iron Man nanite guns. Oh my god, those are so cool. Yeah, I like those. Those are good. Yeah. But, like, James Gunn is a really good knack for, like, um, teams yeah. and character. And even within just that opening act, you kind of understand the team dynamic of the first Suicide Squad. You're like, okay, I kind of see how this is working. You got the pervert weasel. <laughs> you got kind of the jokester. Look at me, I'm a young, hip dude, Pete Davidson, who I'm so happy was the first one to He die. just gets his face um, completely domed in. It's just so good. It's one, one because it's Pete Davidson, and two because it's just yeah. fun to watch. Um, you see, you're like, okay, Savant's kind of like the old grizzled one who's been doing this for too long. He's seen some shit, and then they all just die. <laughs> no, actually, Weasel's the first death of this movie, and but I nearly pissed myself laughing. Yeah, I I, I, I love that. <laughs> he just <laughs> he just jumps in, and dies. <laughs> Did he not know he couldn't swim? Well, he doesn't really say anything. I don't know that he's aware of what is going on. But it's the fact that they didn't know he couldn't swim. Why is he in prison? You should just be, like, put down. He's an ass. I know, yeah. Why did they waste prison resources on a giant weasel? I can love him. Um, did you see the reviews or internet comments about how the character of Weasel exuded a sexual energy or a sexual magnetism. You know, I kind of did get that vibe from him. Um, like, you do see his junk. Do you? And, uh, yeah, like, it's really quick. It's when they're all doing, like, their hero walk to the helicopter in a big mm. line. You definitely see his junk. Huh. Like, you see a dick and balls hanging out. Not the only penis in this movie. Not the only one in this film. There's two full penises and one almost, and that was good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I really like all the character stuff in this. Like through all the interactions, yeah. everyone has such a good little banter, little, little gimmick with each other. And yeah, it, it really I, works. Like I wrote, I wrote in one of my notes. I was gonna make a list of characters I thought really stood out or endeared themselves to me in some way, before realizing, all of them. I enjoyed all of them. Like they all. <laughs> Got like They're all a really kind good. of a scene where they were the focus, at least you know at least one or whatever. Yeah. They all came across interesting and stuff like that. I could easily tell them apart because because I, I feel like if you get like a big ensemble cast like that, it's gonna take some some time and some amount of interactions before you're like, oh, that's not that one. These are two separate guys or whatever. And yeah, there's none of yeah. that in, in this movie. Like they're all distinct. I mean, how how can Rick Flagg stand there's... out in this movie as, you know, as a character onto his own that I don't confuse with the other military types when he's 
Like, he's just a, a normal-looking guy dressed in a shirt, like, in a T-shirt and stuff like that. Like, he should go completely under the radar. Him and Milton could have been, like... <laughs> I was going to say, him and Milton. But they're not. Because it's really well-written. Yeah. It's just really well-directed, you know? it's it, it It makes a character out of all these people who were probably not even really characters in the comics. They, there's even a kind of a joke where they mention where they she's so in blood where Amanda Waller so in blood for um, his team and he's like, What the fuck? Peacemaker does the same stuff I yeah. do. And so there's kind of this joke where they're like, Oh, so they're both the same character, but immediately from the first interaction you understand that they're completely different people. Yeah. And despite them having the same basic power set or power you know yeah whatever. power's a loose term abilities but... and stuff yeah shooting a gun while well, i i could do that but they you you completely get okay personality wise though and visuals and you know how they walk and present themselves you get the difference between them which is really mm-hmm. really cool it's like if you had two guys with a shield and the avengers you'd be like wait which one's captain america so it, it takes yeah. some good writing and good character understanding to get across like these are two separate people one of them's it, it, Idris Elba the coolest like man in hell Iron Man and War Machine on a very surface level yeah they are the same thing they are they're yeah. literally the same person made both suits and they look the same but just with a different color scheme on but no one would no one would be like, these are the same character. No one who has seen the Avengers movies or the Iron Man movies would go, these are the same. I get confused between yeah. Iron Man and War Machine. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a good example. So imagine that, yeah. but for like, there's five people with the same deal. Because <laughs> Rick Flagg is just, he's yeah. another like it. And himself. there's a lot of great yeah. scenes between Rick Flagg, uh, Bloodsport, and Peacemaker, who all have the same deal. Wait, if you think about it, just a but, and and like yeah. the, the three of them are kind of the leads, sort of, but they are all distinct, and I enjoy all of them for different reasons. Yeah. Do you have a favorite though? Do you have a character where you're like, I I loved every moment they were in? I'm, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I loved every one of them. I mean, they've all got something going on. You know, R- Rick Flag is kind of just, he's trying to follow the orders and stuff like that but has an interesting twist to him when he really when he discovers mm. the gravity of what is going on and has you know a real moral center to him uh blood sport is just sort of just all right let's just get through this kind of thing he's got like a really <laughs> tired dad energy and 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 you know and idris elba brings a lot of charisma so it's always good to watch any of the scenes he's in and peacemaker's got you know big junk Big junk. He's, yeah, he's got, big, he's got those, those you know, tiny whiteies there, just like absolutely fucking filled to the brim. Don't say that. That's racist. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's not racist. They're tidy and funny. It's, uh, yeah. Like it's, it's shit like that. Like that's funny yeah. dialogue. Like it's never not gonna be funny. Honestly, it's it is. It's um, like you potted like four snooker balls in there. Into his underwear and just let him, let him go. Like 
I do have a favorite, though, of the bunch. Who? And although his role isn't big, he stole my heart, and he stole the show in every scene. It's Weasel. He's a, he, it's, it's Pete no, Davidson. But it, Real-life person it's not Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Not real-life rat Pete Davidson. CGI rat Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian, Sebastian was the rat. easily the greatest role. Sebastian the rat, easily the best character. What, a, what about what about Ratcatcher? She like she's cool. Like she's got some like. Telling me she's not the most relatable character. She's like, I don't want to go on covert black art missions. I'm tired. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, like easily the most. Re- she's some young lady who doesn't want to be there. I can yeah. relate to that. But Sebastian is just a sweet little rat who just wants to help out his friends. And he's like, you know what, Idris Elba, I see some good in you, even though you hate me. And I'm like, you know what, that takes a lot of courage, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of hope for something. He saves the day at the end, him and his friends. Like, he's such a good little boy. I just love him. <laughs> and I think he's the hero of the film. If it wasn't for those rats, they would have been in a lot of what trouble. What about King Shark? Oh, King Shark was pretty good. He's just, just a lovable big shark who uh, doesn't do much. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's your hand. <laughs> He just wants to contribute so yeah. badly. Like, he just wants to help, but he, he's a shark. <laughs> he's just a giant shark who lacks the mental capacity to assist beyond being just a shark. He does his best, though, doesn't he? He really does, and you gotta appreciate him trying his best to not eat his teammates. Because yeah. he really wants to. He really wants to, and, and you know, in, in his defense, why not? <laughs> just yeah. eat some people, it's fine. I... Who hasn't wanted to exactly. We've all seen the show Hannibal. It's quite compelling stuff. Yeah, and we've all... And we're like, you know, maybe. Like, given the right situation. <laughs> or wrong situation, depending on how you... The right it. situation. <laughs> <laughs> he makes good food. I just want to go on this tangent. He does make good food. I was talking about this <laughs> yesterday. He makes good food. I'm a fussy eater as well, so I would... He does. Like, I'm adverse to a lot of meals that don't contain human meat. But everything he makes, I'm like, mm, yum yum. Can I come for tea? That looks. That's nom Yeah, that's nom noms. I'm like King Shark watching that show, you know? It's funny because when King Shark eats the starfish, I'm like, that's nature. That's the what? That's nature because it's a shark eating a starfish. In a way, yeah. Like, that's how it's, a... that's how it's supposed to be. It's all nature. Um. <laughs> what, what else? What else? What else? Any other... Give me some thoughts. Give me your words. Give me so, your language, thoughts, your Although I, everyone sort of, everyone in the uh, in the kind of the cannon fodder team, did get like a scene where they were the focus. Except Javelin. Except Javelin, of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I would have, I would have liked to to have seen, some of them continue on, and go on missions. Like what was yeah. Mongal? Mongal. What was her deal? Yeah. She, she is the daughter of Mongol. Yeah. Isn't she? The big She's fucking like yellow... alien... Muscular princess, guy. Princess? I think? Yeah. I think? So, I, I kind of assumed she would have been stronger. Like... I mean, she's she, pretty she's, strong. She's pretty strong, but, like, you know, the helicopter crashes, that fucks her up, and then she's on fire, and that fucks her up. And I'm like... Wow. <laughs> kind of thought someone who could like fight superman <laughs> might uh you know might might 
be able to take a bit more. I'm fine with her dying like right away, but I just don't know that a helicopter crash yeah. would do that. And um, especially well, when later it, on in the film, King Shark takes a lot more beating than a regular shark could take. To be fair, he's got um, plot armor. That, that does really help. Helps. If you're wearing that, that's <laughs> you know that that's yeah. that's at least plus five defense. Plus he's Rocky. Rocky always takes a bunch of hits and then comes back around in the third. Comes out nibbling. That's what he does. Yeah, it comes out nibbling. Like Rocky does. You can knock him down. (laughs) Nibble on. Apollo. Like, just quick snack. Adrian. Like Tyson. Adrian. (laughs) Just a bit of that. You're fine. Yeah. I I agree. I would have loved to see more of the characters. I was really hoping... Because at the end scene of the film, at the end post credits, um, one weasel's alive, which is yep. great. Bandy Tanther doing but, his, doing um, the Lord's work, killing twenty, <laughs> killing twenty-seven <laughs> children or whatever. <laughs> when he, when they're going up to the like hospital, like ah, someone's still alive. I noticed in the movie they were showing like the screen when they're at the very beginning. They showed all the first team Suicide mm-hmm. Squad members shirt arm fall off boy and it said um like critical condition or something and i thought holy shit he's gonna be alive who would go like i was really hoping for arm i don't know well i mean amanda wobbler would she'd be like fuck it let's get whoever we can who's ever she needs who she can get at this point like and and that's the thing only um harley i think would potentially know even anything about him know know that he was there you know and she didn't even she remember Milton, so. I was gonna say yeah, I don't. I don't think she would remember. But she didn't know. She thought Bloodsport was Milton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like after seeing a dead man who was named Milton, she thought like yeah, this this guy, and Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah. The same. Same guy. Yeah, the same. So and of course it wasn't. It was Peacemaker, that which makes more sense. Yeah. But I mean, he is the I'm one that's getting a TV really show. So I mean, be weird if uh, yeah. he didn't survive. Are you excited for the TV I show? Am. What do you think? I think that's going to be great, because I think yeah, uh, like the way Guardians does with Dave Bautista, this movie makes great use of John Cena. It really plays to his strengths, uh-huh. and you know, just kind of goes to show that one, this is something James Gunn is very good at. Taking wrestlers and making them good actors. Well, not just wrestlers, but like he knows how to work to an actor's skills. I mean, obviously, yeah. he probably chose John Cena. He probably wrote the part for John Cena, and I don't know that anyone else could have mm-hmm. done this part the way John Cena did it. If this whole beach was a bunch of dicks, I'd suck every last one. <laughs> he certainly would, wouldn't he? Loves eating dicks. Um... <laughs> A true American. Yeah, like a true patriot. But like... And and two, it shows kind of... The ability of John Cena. Yeah, which is good. Because he's, he's done movies before. The Marine. The Marine 2. Fred. That firefighter movie? Fred the movie. That firefighter movie, that? of course. Nah... Yes? I think? Let's look it up. John Cena Firefighter? 
John Cena firefighting movie. It's called Playing with Fire. It came out in 2019. Does he fight the fire? Does he wrestle he does the fire? Does not wrestle the fire. He has to wrestle with uh, with bloody looking after children in the fire station. Oh shoot! How's he gonna do that? Oh, and he was in. He he's he's just a big old muscular the... idiot. What's who's serious about his job being a fire superintendent? How's he gonna How's he gonna How's he gonna manage bloody dealing with all those fires and these children? Find out. But in the end, he learns. He learns. But he he learns to love the children, and and he learns that you know maybe it's not all about fires. Maybe sometimes he w- it's the fires you don't put out that uh that mean the most. Oh, Kyle, it's so a, deep. This is, must be a wonderful. No, uh, this is a Nickelodeon movie. movie, and I think, I think if you were to watch the whole thing not knowing that, you go, this is a Nickelodeon movie. So I'll just let that be the review of this movie, but um, but I'm I'm more excited for the series now, seeing John Cena's performance, which I think like that was like like James Gunn had kind of said that like he's perfect for this role, and once you kind of see him in it, you'll be more on board yeah. with it. I think, and I I think that's right. I think that's true. I had faith. He he. He's the evil Captain America I want to see. Yeah, I think he's he's very much like if um, what's his name, John Walker from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, was also sometimes incompetent. I mean, not that John Walker from <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier doesn't have moments of incompetency. I mean, you know, we've we've all seen that, right? Show. But um, yeah, but it's yeah. It it is it is that interesting reflection, like you know, Republican Captain America. Oh, we're getting political. Oh, look, it is all right. It is. <laughs> there's no debate around this. It, he is. There's there's not a shadow of a doubt which party he voted for in any election. In my mind, that's who he voted for. Yes, even the last one. <laughs> He's he's really good and he sells performance easily and he um he was a standout in the movie because I'm like I wasn't too sure about it because I've never because like like we said all the movies I'd seen John Cena in they weren't like he's done a lot like, of tooth fairy like this isn't a serious film yeah he's done a lot of and, um, like cock blocks I was gonna say he's done a lot of Journey to the Center of the Earths or whatever you know. I think you're thinking of no, The Rock. that's what I mean. Because The I, Rock was in the, Tooth the, Fairy? See, The Rock is the template for this. The Rock is the template for... Yeah. For how to, trans, how to you know, make the transition from pro wrestler to... To, um... A-list Hollywood actor. And so, you know, you've got to do a few Tooth Fairies. You've got to do a few Journeys to the Center of the Earth, or whatever that movie's called. Before you, yeah. you know, get big enough and prove your charisma enough that they start letting you make whatever you want to make. They'll put you in a Fast and Furious, you know, and you'll be the highest paid man in Hollywood, you will. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, it, it's interesting to see the, the rise of the big three wrestlers in Hollywood. Yeah. I still think Dave Batista is the best actor that. of the three. Cool. That's controversial, man. If, any, if you've ever seen the first... <laughs> 
10, 15 minutes of the movie Blade Runner 2049, I want to say, you know, the, the new one, then yeah. you would know that Dave Bautista is the best actor of the three. And I haven't seen 2049 yet. It's uh, fine. You only need to watch the first watch 10, 15 movie. minutes. It's very long. <laughs> of that four-hour yeah. movie. It, well, we walked out. It, full disclosure, we walked out of that movie. It's so long. <laughs> And it's just not interesting. <laughs> but there's a bit in the first 10, 15 minutes where there's, where Dave Bautista is just, you know, a huge fucking guy in a cardigan with tiny little glasses. And like... And his character's nothing to do with the fact that he's a huge fucking guy. He's just like... He just does a lot of really good acting in in the scenes yeah. that he's in. And... and but what what else is um what else about this movie? What else? What else? What else? Oh, great use of R rating. Yeah. I think I did write that down because I'm the only one who wrote any notes. <laughs> yes, you did. I was also thinking it though, so I'll I'll take four percent of the credit for thinking of something that I saw earlier. Cool. Um. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's it's yeah, very, it's very violent. violent. A lot, lot, of, lot of cuss words. If someone's not a fan of a cuss word, oh. then uh, maybe uh, maybe stay the fuck at home. Um, <laughs> 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 no, No, uh, yeah, it, I, I think it, it absolutely needs that R rating. A lot of blood and stuff like that goes on. There's at least mm-hmm. two exposed penises, as we've established. And then whatever John yes. Cena's got going on in there, <laughs> it's like it's like there's a it's like there's a tube of tennis balls in there, but then also a tennis ball just on you the side. You really pay attention to it. A tennis ball gone out of the tube you of really tennis look- balls, and it's just on the side, but it's just the one. Kyle, you analyzed the shit. Out I really of did, and my god, it was in a cinema, so like it's not like I can pause and rewind this shit. I just had to stare intently. At the at the seconds <laughs> that, that we got, meaty cock. <laughs> it it's really lopsided. Look, just look at it. Look at the movie again. If you can find that scene where he's I'm in his he's in, he's in his underwear. Maybe this is the showing I saw. Maybe it was because I was sat to one side of the uh, the cinema. I'm never in the middle. I'm always like right the end, on the uh, the far right yeah. the left. I'm uh, and I looked at this thing. And there's just one huge, let's say, lump on the side, and not a matching one on the other side. What does that tell you? I don't know. All I'm saying, it's all I'm saying. It's in there. If you care to look, it's there. I'm surprised. We're talking about Peacemaker's giant lopsided dick, I guess. This is how we... (laughs) Look, it's not the it's not the only comically sized weapon he was wielding. Oh, that, that gun, gun was, was cool. Awesome, but so stupid. It shoots it big bullets. It was so dumb, and I love it. But that it. was his downfall, wasn't it? I shoot. <laughs> I shoot it even more in this section. <laughs> yeah. The the literal dick measuring contest that occurs with them in every scene. Not that you want to get in in a dick measuring contest it's... with Peacemaker, but uh. <laughs> That's right, we're back on it. It's <laughs> No. <laughs> we're back on his dick. We're back on his dick. 
Never escaped this time. Yeah, there was also that Freedom Fighter. Yeah, that Freedom Fighter with his big old... There he is, up. flopping about. Um, there it is. He's like, flopping what's all about. this noise? I better investigate. I... <laughs> that little reveal. <laughs> it's just like he murdered the entire team I... of Freedom Fighters. <laughs> yes. It's it's really good because you're like, oh, shit. Because you feel it. Like, you kind of like, you're like, oh, this is... Because you see them murder each one of them, and they especially murder them. It's not like they shot them. Oh, yeah. It's like, chopped up. He fucking filleted that one guy. He combined <laughs> Just like, chop, 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 chop. Yeah, they, uh, they suffer like, a grim fate, don't they? <laughs> and But that, I think that's, like, that's, that's what you kind of need if you're going to have an R rating. Yeah. And I don't feel like this movie was... Like trying, like it, it wasn't egregious because it could have an R rating. It's like, look, this is a Suicide Squad movie. If we're doing this, it's it's gotta be wacky and fun. And yeah, ridiculous. I mean, there's even suicide like, in the title feel... of the movie. Adult <laughs> theme. It says suicide right there. Mature but, content. Like mature content. Not like this. Not like this podcast. Very immature content. It's mostly penis talk. Mostly penis talk. Mostly you. Mostly just you talking about dicks. You're here too. Mostly Kyle's dick. <laughs> I mean, I'm sticking around, but I'm not. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you want to talk about his dick, not me. I'm just saying. <laughs> you bears thinking about, doesn't it? <laughs> What was in there? Nope. Genitals, Kyle. No, but like, when they filmed the movie, what what did they use for panning? Like, what... Was yeah. it a tennis ball tube? Like a I, tube I, of tennis balls? Kyle, this is done. It's not done. It's never done. <laughs> We're done talking about his tennis... We're done talking about his tennis ball dick. <laughs> We're not doing this anymore. I'm <laughs> serving it back to you. <laughs> nope. No, you're not. I just refused this game. I'm not even allowing it. It's not occurring. It's done. It's over. The <laughs> That's game a strong is backhand, you're sure. The game is no- A strong backhand. Yeah, just... Nope. Nope. Anyway, let's talk about my favorite character, Milton. Oh, so you do have a favorite. Well... Interesting. Milton. I don't know. I, I just, it's okay. I like I'm a favorite. No shame he's, in that. It's good. They're, they're fun. Yeah. He's such a bro. <laughs> like. In a good way or a bad way? Like, because think of, like, his mission. Like, like, in a good way. Like, he's like, I just gotta drive you into the city, but he sticks around. Yeah, he doesn't need to be there. Like, he's just like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come with you guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight with you. I'm gonna free my, I'm gonna free my island. And they're like, yeah, and then he dies. Yeah, and like, he's, he's driving around these people who. Just killed all his friends. Yep. Maybe they didn't mention that part. I feel like he'd know, you know? I feel I... like he, he would have maybe been made aware <laughs> of that. Why is the base so quiet? Well, well, they all went on a training exercise there was... and it's just you left for this crucial mission. <laughs> they all died of polio. They certainly did, didn't they? Don't worry about it. Being. Yeah. Just <laughs> polio. That's something that happens day and age oh i feel like i haven't mentioned i was gonna say this yeah i was about to run through like people that 
well, probably the whole cast, really. Just, I love yeah. Polka Dot Man. He's real good. He shoots those he's, polka dots. Just... They're really powerful, and also he's got that thing with his mother. He's, you know, every character is his mother. <laughs> just never got old as a joke. <laughs> like, seeing his mom just be every... Like, that actor's like, who are you? I'm a mom. Who's mom? So, polka Dot Man's? Polka Dot Mom? Polka Dot Mom. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Polka Dot Mom. And he finally gets his little redemption argument. Just finds. squished. But I mean, let, let's be I real did. here. I if did. he wasn't squished, he'd have killed Starro single-handedly, and that would have been the end of the movie. So You're putting a lot of faith in Polka Dot. I don't think it's misplaced. Like, his his power is that he, I mean, like, he melts through shit with these Polka Dots. That is true. And, like, he's got a lot of polka dots. I don't know if he would, like, ever reach his limit, because, like, he's got to expel them, uh, like, twice a day. So there's, you know. Yeah. So the less he expels, the less often he expels them, the more he's got built up. But that can also work in reverse. He's probably used a lot of them in his time on this island. So I just feel like it would have been interesting if maybe... He shot all those polka dots out or whatever, and then he was spent. And then, like, he had to scurry around the uh, this this action sequence with no contra- no further contribution. Like he's like he's completely fucking dissolved one of its legs. But like, that's it now. It's up to the rest of the team. Yeah, I think that would have been interesting, but. You know what I kind of realized about how James Gunn wrote this film? Mm. Like, as each character is, like, kind of no longer useful, he kind of eliminates them. So he doesn't really put the movie in a position where you have kind of dead weight characters hanging around. Yeah. Like, uh, like, and, and that's and it's both it's an advantage to both the plot and writing. So it's like, well, what do I ha- what am I gonna have Polka Dot Man do after? He just dies. He just immediately gets squished to death. <laughs> and the thinker. And yeah, the thinker. Like, oh, what's the yeah. thinker gonna? He's kind of, kind of exposition he... and explains Staru, and then he's yeah, dying. he explains the deal in his maybe Scottish accent because <laughs> he's not like wholly Scottish in this, but he's also not not Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very confusing. It is, accent, isn't it? But I didn't think too much about it because. I was just enjoying him walking around looking yeah. weird. Because they never explain why he looks like that. They're just like, he's the thinker, well, don't worry I mean, I don't know whether they say, whether they, whether they ever say this or whether it's just implied. But, like, he did that to himself, didn't he? Like, because it flashbacks and he has oh, less yeah, of them. Yeah, that's what like, I those thought. are to boost his intelligence or something. Yeah, that's why. I, I don't know why they have to be weird, like, things that stick out so much. Because you gotta get that, you gotta get that, that vitamin D, absorb some of the sun. Very true. But, um... Very true. But yeah, um... I liked him. I mean, obviously he was very unlikable. But, uh... Because, <laughs> like, oh, he's yeah. going around and he's, like... I was... Just a perv and stuff like that, and he's, like... You know, really kind of... You know, he, he's just... He's been in this position of power for a long time and stuff like that. He knows that he is very valuable... And that he's more or less untouchable. 
and he's completely like devoid of empathy stuff like that and that's why he's torturing yeah. people and starros and stuff like that all this time and he just gets fucking ripped in two like he gives he gives the info yeah. dump and then just whoosh, gone which I think in a lesser hand that wouldn't work as well like in a lesser film like oh he explains everything he didn't die it'd be like why was he even in this movie but I, I think because everything else around it is working so well, you kind of don't notice yeah. that. You kind of don't notice that he's literally only there to exposition and then Yeah, die. I think there's... Which is not... If you, if you were really being nitpicky, maybe you could go through this and, like, combine, like, a load of characters and shrink this cast to about a third of its size or something like that. You probably could do that in terms yeah. of people who are relevant to the plot... Like... But every character and every performance in this is so compelling and so interesting that you couldn't. I don't think you could lose a single one of these. I definitely wouldn't want to get rid of a single one of these. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, and like, there's like what three Mexican? Ah, sorry, uh, Corto Martiz generals who become president at some point. I feel like you could combine a couple of them. Like, I don't think you need three. There's a way to combine them and use some of the characters, but it, it's more fun to have it this way and just kind of have this unknown property of, like, okay, we do have a lot of characters here, but a lot of them keep Yeah. Them. But they're all interesting. Like, they all have something, and that really mm -hmm. works. Even though guy who basically tries to trick Harley Quinn into a marriage... Yeah. The, the, the world's most handsome and seductive hispanic president ever he's like oh yes i'm gonna trick her into me how long did he have a crush on her i don't know like how much of a celebrity is like, she yeah like are they action figures of harley quinn in this universe i i guess there must be there must there must be like a lot of news reports and stuff like that of her yeah like i mean also she's I, on this like secret government black ops team for like two yeah. of the three movies she's been in so like how much yeah can there be publicly available of, of her but i guess there's a lot you know i it's kind of like the batman problem and some batman stuff where sometimes batman's like a secret ninja of the night and nobody's sure if he's real and other times he's the public figure funding the justice League. yeah it's like you know it doesn't really work but Whatever we we accept it, you know. <laughs> oh, Har Margot Robbie in this is ten times better than she was in the original Suicide Squad. Um, I could not stand her in the twenty sixteen version. She was at best a nuisance, and well, really, that was the best she ever got was being annoying. Because other than that, she was pretty terrible. Like I couldn't stand her in that. Really? And this, she... Yeah, I don't like her all on the 2016 movie. And this, I don't know if it's directing, or Margot Robbie's like better in the role. She's a lot better in this than she is in the other, in the original Suicide Squad. I haven't seen Birds of Prey, though, so I don't know. I mean, I feel like she's less of this kind of, like, just sort of manic... Not manic. Um... 
she's I think she's a lot more respectfully written in this and probably the Birds of Prey movie than um than she right. would have been in the Suicide Squad movie. I mean there's a lot of just like she's in tiny shorts, she's eye candy in the trailers for the uh there's... for the first one and I'm like, this seems a bit sleazy and gross, doesn't it? Her and it goes from she's wearing yeah. shorts to she's wearing underwear by yeah, and like they get shorter. And, and the constant through this through um her time in this role seems to have been the more agency and the more power that Margot Robbie has had behind the scenes and in the making of these movies, the the better Harley is is treated. Not necessarily only good things happen to her, but like the better that character right, is right. served, and the you know the more compelling the performance. That seems to be the through line in this. Definitely. Which you know, who'd have thought? Thought, Respect yeah. women. I definitely agree. <laughs> oh, I mean, James Gunn knows nothing knows nothing about respecting women. Have you seen those tweets? Of his? <laughs> yeah, I'll go there. Wow, no, you're not afraid to he, touch um, any topic. Yeah, no, I, I'll go anywhere. I'll touch anything. Oh no, that's want. that's actually but, a, a lot uh, of the problem in Hollywood. <laughs> that mindset. <laughs> I think it's both the writing and I think it's Margot Robbie. Yeah. I think it's both. Because the writing is a lot better, but, like, if you had handed David Ayer this script, like, he had to direct this script, he would have fucked... I don't... No offense to David Ayer, but I just don't think he could have pulled it off. And that's because it's a James Gunn film, of course. And I think James Gunn's directing style really fit Margot Robbie and Harley's mm. character. And I was worried because about her in this film because I was like she was probably one of my least favorite parts of that movie the original so I was like I just don't know if I want to see her again mm. like I just I'm worried about this yeah. so but I was pleasantly surprised yeah I, I, I really liked her in this and, and I'm enjoying um, like you know convert on the other side of this uh, I'm enjoying the the version of Harley Quinn from the animated series like so season two for that is airing here week to week now um because we're in the stone age uh, in this country i know season three or something of that show is out probably but um but yeah here we're on lowly old season two and yeah that that, that's a really good show and i'm enjoying a lot of harley quinn stuff yeah um do you think this movie will get a sequel? Aside from the Peacemaker series, um, but like a direct film. I don't know that it'll get a sequel, but even if it did, I think the cast would be wildly different anyway, and the story would probably have to be wildly different anyway. It would feel mm-hmm. probably as different, maybe not stylistically, but... Uh, Plot-wise, it would probably be as uh, as different as this one is to the David Ayer version. I hate to call it that because, like, there's a whole contra- controversy of whether you know his getting his, his cut or what or is it his movie and whatever. So I don't want to go there or throw any shade at David Ayer, who 
you know, by all intents, by all accounts, is is a good filmmaker. How that makes me feel better about making fun of that movie because that means it was made by a bunch of corporate executives who have no soul. Mm-hmm. So I can make fun of them and their hard yeah. work. <laughs> um, but no, and I, I, I obviously that'd be more fun. I want a new cast, like new characters. But I also really like Bloodsport. Yeah, I really do like. I, I would absolutely want to show back um, everyone who survived yeah. this movie to be in the next one. But um, but yeah, I would also but like. Would be- to see what what else James Gunn would want to do, you know, what are the mm-hmm. random prophecies? Maybe you could do like a Legion of Superheroes or something like that. Or yeah. uh, I don't know what else is weird. Um, Dark Avengers, not a, not Dark Avengers, uh, <laughs> Justice League Dark. <laughs> yeah, I I I think this might be the my favorite DCEU film. Like, I mean, I really like Wonder Woman. I have a soft spot for Man of Steel. Like, I'll always enjoy that movie. Even if it had, despite all of its flaws, I, I really enjoy it. I don't know, like, I think, altogether though, this is really well put together. I haven't seen Shazam. I'm sure it's good. I, I just haven't I, I like Shazam. I Shazam is pretty good. I, I, I think yeah. Shazam and the first Wonder Woman and this movie, The Suicide Squad, are my top three. Probably with Suicide Squad as number one. Yeah. I want to give it some time. I want to watch it again as well. Yeah, um, I would want to watch Gal Pal I want to watch it again. Yet. Mostly for the penises, of course, as you know. Yeah. Mostly, yeah, of course. The stare at John Cena's massive, massive yeah. penis. <laughs> but hey, I'm sure that's what um, the I'm Peacemaker show will be for. <laughs> Just him stood but in a HBO, room, like pulling things out of that fucking giant man nappy that he had on. <laughs> the fantabulous emancipation of peacemakers, peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the title of this episode is going to be now, Kyle? Yes, I do. <laughs> and I'm here for it. This, other, I love an obnoxiously long title. <laughs> Any other thoughts before we move on to the the best award pending segment of the show? Um, no. I really did think <laughs> for a moment, like though. Say... I really did connect some synapses there, but uh, no, there's, there's nothing. I'm I'm sad this film isn't doing too well financially. Yeah, um, because it means that they might not give reason. James Gunn all the money anymore. But also, like, that, it's not his fault. Like, it's like it's not really the fault of yeah. him. Just let him make what he wants. Just let him, just let him do what he wants. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, it's nothing to do with the quality of the film. It's just a bad time to release movies for some reason. I don't know why or what's going like, on. Like, everything he's been involved in. Like, I'm, maybe I'll go out on, on a limb here. Everything since the first Guardians movie that he has been involved in, I think, has been pretty good. And has been a pretty kind of good recommendation for just give him the the keys to the kingdom and the money and whatever, and let him make whatever films and TV shows he wants. Because I mean, like, there's both Guardians movies. There's his script contributions to the Avengers movie that uh, the Guardians are in, mm-hmm. because you know they made the right choice in in thinking, oh, we probably can't write these characters as well as James Gunn can. And that's the truth. 
just let, let him, him do it. Yeah, just let this him do movie. It. He also wrote a movie called The Belko Experiment. I don't know if you've seen it. He didn't direct it, but I um, think I have. But that was pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's got. I remember it having a really strong script. It's just kind of. Yeah. I don't know. The, the directing isn't great, but it, it's fun. Like it's a good time. Yeah. And of course, yeah. you know, he did write the Scooby Doo <laughs> movies. I know that's before Guardians, but like. Scooby-Doo movies, I stand by them. Pretty good. I will, you know, I won't, but I will stand by you standing by the Scooby-Doo movies, Kyle. I won't. Alright, is it time for the it, next segment? It sure is. It's time for our reward-pending segment. Watch this. Or else. Alrighty, Kyle. Why don't you tell the viewers, the viewers, the listeners, the, the people, what this, this segment's all about. Give, them a, give it to them in a wrap. In a rap, old oh boy, are you gonna are you gonna lay down a sick beat for me? No. Just... And I'm not doing it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> glad I got after that one. Uh, so, dear listeners, the the whole the thing of this segment is there's a there's there's so much out there. There's so much content that needs consuming. Too much. Too much. Some might say too much. And so the aim of this segment is that in 30 seconds or less, we have to pitch you something that we enjoyed or didn't enjoy in the, you know, in the recent past. Pitch that to you and then compete with each other over our pitches. And hopefully you'll actually, you know, watch or do these things. But You, get, um, you watch or else the thing. Yeah, you watch or else. Or you and, suffer uh, the yeah. consequences. Of my wrath. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, do you have do you know what you're doing today? If not, I can start. I don't have a single clue. <laughs> why don't why don't I why don't I uh, start? Can you, can Did you, I do destroy all humans it? last time? Uh not last time, but you have done it. Okay. I know what I'm gonna do. Um so I can go if you'd like. Please do. See if my words of wisdom sprite any, any, any new. I need to write this shit down. I need to write down what I've done before. <laughs> um. All right. I got this. I got this. All right. On the count of three. I don't know why. I do this. And count of one, two. Oh wait. Can I just let me look something up real quick. <laughs> wait. <laughs> you don't just know what you're doing started. either, do you? I do. I just have to make sure I get the title right. Three, two, one. Okay, so today I actually want to recommend a YouTube video. Uh, <laughs> something I saw last, late last night. Or maybe, no, no, it was like late yesterday. Something, something like that, right? It's just a YouTube video called The Suicide Squad 2021 Post-Credit Ending Scene Explained. Uh, from a YouTuber called Mr. Sunday Movies. Uh, pretty funny guy, makes some good stuff. And... About two minutes up to five minutes is actual talking with the end credits of the Suso Squad. And the remaining three minutes is an Australian man screaming at the top of his lungs that you should go get vaccinated. And it's fucking hilarious and very enlightening. That was over 30 seconds, but I don't care. I'm done now. My god. I can't beat that. Even if I prepared, I couldn't beat that. But, uh... It's a really good video. It is. I've seen the video in question, and let me tell you, real good. Anyway, that's 
<laughs> Stellar endorsement. Um, <laughs> time for my thing. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Three, <laughs> two... <laughs> Three, two, one. Okay, I'm going to recommend Robots. The movie Robots from like 2005 <laughs> or something. What? It's a movie about robots and like... <laughs> This dad is like, this, this guy's like, I've got to run home. My wife is pregnant. I'm going to be a dad. And he gets home and his wife's like, honey, you missed the delivery. But it's okay because making the baby is the best part. <laughs> and it pans out and there's a box full of robot parts. They've got to assemble that shit like Ikea furniture. Funny joke. <laughs> anyway, go watch it. Robin Williams is in it. <laughs> and Ewan McGregor. And yeah, and Ewan McGregor, surprisingly, is the voice of the robot, the main robot. Well, And Kyle, let me tell you, when you watch that movie, it doesn't sound like Ewan oh, McGregor. I'm, um... I hear Jerry I Seinfeld from the B-movie. I am shocked at your choice. Like, this is not a thing I would... Ex- did you watch this recently? Yes, I did, yes. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be Why? weird if I said no? <laughs> yeah, I was like... Wouldn't it be weird if, like, no, I, didn't see, I haven't seen it since it came out in the cinemas? No! What's weirder is that you've seen it recently. Why were you watching Robots 2005? Uh, well, it's a, it's a long and complicated tale, but uh, I I do a bi-weekly movie night with a group of friends. And oh, so we, we pick films and we watch them together. And, yeah, you know, you can kind of put the pieces together there. We watch Robots. Did you... <laughs> well... Much like the dad in Robots, you can put the pieces together. (laughs) Kyle, that was a pretty good watch, this. But I'm about to or else you're going down. Oh my god, no. Here's the crucial part of uh, this segment, listeners. Where where we rebuttal each other's pick. But uh, this usually goes down a lot smoother when uh, one of us isn't completely in favour of the other person's idea. (laughs) (laughs) So you could watch 2005's Robots, which is a, a a movie, I suppose, or instead you could send this video that I've spoken about specifically to somebody in your life who maybe hasn't gotten vaccinated or is doubtful about getting vaccinations, or you know just just send this to somebody you think would like a good laugh because you know we're going through a tough time and I know we mentioned that we had never mentioned the pandemic on the podcast, but. I'm not really mentioning it this video is, so I think that's fair game. So there you go. My thing is more important and more relevant. You've done it. I think Eat you it, sealed Kyle. the deal there, but uh, just in case, time for mine. Good. You know, I appreciate it, actually. it's You're doing your best. I'm doing the best I can with what I've got. Against much strong like opposition. Like, much like the robots in the film. Much Rob- like the robots in robots. Uh, they're doing what they can, aren't they? Um, alright, three, two, one. Okay, so while it's definitely, uh, kind of socio-politically relevant, the movie Robots, there's a lot of, you know, um, stuff about corporations banned, which they are. Uh, unfortunately, I can't compete with the, uh, much-needed public health, health announcement that is Blake's video that he's recommending. Uh, also, even though it was only from 2005, very gendered, the movie Robots. It's, uh, it's... You know, there's some stuff in there that's maybe a little bit problematic now. Kyle, are you tearing down your own? <laughs> I am. I just felt like it should be. 
I just wanted to get all the facts out there. Like, there's a lot of... There's a lot of male robot wears a dress or is in some way compared to or made feminine or something like that. And it's like, ooh, that's very funny. Like, I don't know. Man there's... being woman? But he's not. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a lot of that. And there are like two lady robots and they serve the only roles that uh, female characters could serve in the dark ages of the early 2000s. Mid-2000s, rather. Because as we know, that's that's the middle. Just like 24 is the middle of the 20s. Of your 20s. You, Kyle, it's okay. Not okay. <laughs> You're doing alright. You're only 24. No. Mid-20s. Mid! <laughs> You're not in the mid-20s. You're fine. I am in the mid- that's the middle! 24, 25, 26 is the middle. After that, I it's guess. late 20s, which is... Oh, don't even want to think about it. I'm anyway, glad let's, you're let's, let's move on. I'm young and virile. Let's pretend I'm young and virile. You're having let's a, move on. You're having a quarter-life crisis. I certainly am, man, aren't I? Can I give you my two favorite quotes from this video, Kyle? Yes. Um, they are... <laughs> I want to travel... And do cartwheels and go to bars and shit. And <laughs> a classic. Um, kick rocks, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am gonna add to my vocabulary. I know. <laughs> kick rocks, dipshit. So, um, I don't know. Next week, you want to just do the first episode of What If, maybe, or skip the um... I don't know. Is there anything else out? I don't think so. I mean, Suicide Squad was like the last big thing until Shang-Chi. Um, When's that? Uh, September something. Who knows? I, I wanna, I'm want excited for Shang-Chi. Yeah, yeah, so am I. I want, I want some cool kung fu action. He's going to do a big kung fu. Do a big kung fu. It's going to be great. Anyway, let's bring this thing to a close. Let's... Let's uh let's bring this old old wagon into the station. Why do you do this? I don't know. <laughs> I felt I like there everything. was a there was a famous or you know there was, there was a an old expression or whatever that I was I, going yes, for. Yes, there is. And I don't know anything about it other than what I said. You know what? The effort is appreciated. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anyways, everybody, if you've listened this far or wherever I am, this thank you all for listening. You're a trooper. We'll, you're a trooper. We'll probably see you next week for Marvel's What If. Uh, and if not, we'll post one of the bank episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. All right, where's the end button? I never <laughs> remember how to stop recording. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> No, I know I, I know how to say goodbye, I don't want to stop recording.